like a spook down. All the clubs have been closed uh, down. I'm so excited to go to the Spook Down Wonders. Um, Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. yeah, I am as well, actually. Not been there for a very long time. Not, not totally I've been there, actually. Have you uh, have you had any nightmares this week? Oh, yeah. Actually, I probably wasn't asleep long enough to have a nightmare last night. But perhaps that is the nightmare. In, its, in and of itself, yeah. a nightmare? Yeah. Um, the night before, though, I... Um, Joined a rival panto uh, company, <laughs> and uh, and it got really nasty, really nasty. Like the, the, the like, <laughs> it, you know, messing about with light fixtures so they fall on people's heads and stuff like that. It got really dark. Fuck. Ge- pun genuinely not intended. Then, but it it did Loved get it, really dark. Just because it's not intended doesn't mean I can't no, enjoy it. No, I wasn't telling you not to enjoy it. I was just letting you know it wasn't intended. <laughs> Just, just seems like you don't want me to enjoy I'm just, it. I'm, I'm just, just saying, I don't want anyone to think that I, I intended it. It just seems like you're trying to stop me from enjoying okay. it. And I just want to make sure that we, we're we both on the same okay. page. Re, 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 read that. Okay. Have you had any nightmares this week? Yes. Go on. Oh, very much so, actually. I went swimming in a lake. Oh. Um... But it was probably about how big's that? How big's that? Um, five inches. Thirty centimeters. No, Thirty centimeters. Is it? Fifteen centimeters. Yeah. So, yeah, about fifteen centimeters. Clear, crystal clear water, and then what looked to be the bottom of the lake, uh, and then I would say sixty centimeters of pure fucking horrible mud. So Disgusting. when you put your foot into it, you're ex- you're expecting to hit the bottom. You don't. You fall through the bottom. You keep going for ages. <laughs> then panic because it's sort of weeds and mud. So you're like, ah, oh, this is how I yeah, die. Yeah. So you don't know how deep that is. Lake. Yeah. 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 And I wasn't wearing a wetsuit. I was just wearing um very nice swimming shorts. <laughs> oh, you're a daft lad. As long as you enjoyed it. Hang on, is that? Is that Rob Orton? I think it is Rob Orton. Hello, Rob. Hi, Rob. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, really good, thank you. Thanks. Nice to be out of the house in the sunshine. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. It's all right. Whenever I visit this place, there was some kind of strange feeling comes over me, but it's worth coming back to, I think. I do like it here. That's nice. Yeah, very rich, yeah. a very rich sentence uh, in regard to like backstory there for me. I've already enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, oh, that filled fill me with mm, like a fizz. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not horrible. Filled you with fizz. Oh. Yeah, it gave me diarrhea. Oh, that's a really weird sentence. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, thank you for inviting us to Spooktown Wanderers Stadium. Very kind of you. Yeah, Welcome. thank you. Um, I'm I'm not au fait with football. What what Same. is it that? Um, no, neither is Kath. Thank you, Kath. Um, what is the difference between like what makes it a stadium and what makes it just like the pitch? Do you know what I mean? Well, mm. a pitch is made out of grass or <laughs> astroturf. Okay. A okay. stadium uh-huh. is normally made out of metal or bricks and plastic seats. 
Okay. I don't think there's Got been you. ever a stadium that has had seats for a pitch and grass for where people sit, but maybe that would be a thing. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm slightly into football, not massively, mm-hmm. but I do like it. Um, but unfortunately, with this stadium, you know, the club shot shut a long time ago, and mm. right, it's a right. bit of a shame, really. There's, yeah. You know, you can think about the people that used to be in there and some of like little kids getting their shirts and stuff like that, but that don't happen no more. That's really sad. That's it. There's a word that for that, um, canopsia, where you're in a in a location that is usually full of sort of noise and busyness, but it's completely empty. So like a school when the kids aren't there, that feeling is, is canopsia and you get the same sort of feeling here in the stadium. Huh, Canopsia. Yeah. Canopsia, yeah. Good word. How did that. you find that word out? Um, just being on the internet since oh, I was really? like sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Big Young brain. Actually. That. Um, that was, that was a good internet session. That then wasn't it? If you you know when you come off the internet, you're like came oh. away with canopsia. Yeah. Okay, so my first question: Have you eaten since you got to Speak Town? No, I haven't. Actually, I thought I was going to uh-huh. go somewhere after this. Where is open now? Where do they have? But I think I used to like going to the Burger King, but I think is that still open? There's not much open, the, is there? The Burger King isn't open. It's it's got that sign outside that's like closed due to COVID. But when everything else started opening up, the Burger King didn't. So yeah, we can't take you to the Burger King. Maybe there'd be okay. some food inside the stadium. Oh, it's been closed, isn't it? That'd be horrible. Mm. Maybe I'll go to Wagamama. Great. Yeah. We actually, Wagul Mama was oh, the Wagul Mama. There's a Leon, there's a Leon, Leon at the train station. Leon is just called Leon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can go to the Leon. So you got options. Leon's changed owners recently. Is, is it? Is it? Really? Yeah, a bit topical uh, <laughs> uh, words for you there. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I went the other day. Not, not in Spooktown, but I went in uh, London, and uh, it was just full of cauliflower. <laughs> they've, spread they've spread it out with cauliflower like, it's like, come cauliflower on, come on, has taken over the restaurant or the menu the menu yeah what, what I had I, I thought oh, this is not they're normally pretty generous with like the uh, main ingredient of the dish but um, it had been taken over by cauliflower and I, it wasn't really that chuffed really but um, <sighs> no have you guys eaten um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, Soz, didn't know you were like, hey, let's go for food after. I didn't know that was the vibe. So uh, like, sorry about that. I can always eat you, again, What though. did you have? I can eat again. I can double dinner. I can double yeah, dinner. Yeah, I can always double dinner. Um, always double dinner. Well, we have a sort of, um, you know that bit in Camden Town where they give you the, the bits of chicken and then when you order the whole thing, it's potato. And you're like, you whizzed me there. I thought it was going to be chicken, but it's potato. Oh, do you know yeah. that place? Got one of those in Sweet Town. Oh, did you? Yeah, so I, went there I just went round the markets and had all the samples, you know, that they give out. There's Fill a sample I've had it, yeah. so I'm very full. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Sample dinner. Mm. Mm, I um, love a sample dinner. Really second, uh, second question. <laughs> Thank you for answering that. Second question. Uh, this is a this is straight in at the deep end after the first question. Rob, mm. what's yep. the spookiest thing that's ever happened to you? Um, actually. Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. Whatever, whatever feels right to say out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But also, yeah, if you don't want to say that, if it's like I've really been, I've had bad. two experiences with, with the paranormal. Um, or maybe the... Um, do you know the word paranormal? It's like, mm. you know, like, what does para, what does para mean? You know, like paratrooper. A lung, a lung side, doesn't it? it is that what? what it means? Alongside, doesn't it? Like the Paralympics is, is alongside the uh, the original Olymp- Olympics. Uh, Parallel. Yeah, so paranormal is alongside the normal. Yeah. Oh. Parallel to the normal. Yeah. That's um, blowing my mind a little bit. What's parachute then? Uh, next to the chute, you're under you're underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so one, once. <laughs> I was, doing a gig. I was doing it. No, I'll start with the one that happened first in my life. I used to work on uh, Safeways. In oh, yeah. Nice. Safeway supermarket. Yeah, yeah. On uh, uh, night time. And, uh, well, first of all, I, I worked during the daytime, but then it was uh, it was the summer holidays and I was at uni, so I needed some money. So I um, got a job on a night shift and it was half past eight until half seven in the morning. And uh, you used to be able to get quite a lot of m- money sometimes because you work all the time and never have any time to spend your money. So mm. it was a really good way to go back to uni with a bit of beer money and things like that. And um, there was there was this one night where I was working and it was me and this other guy called Chris. And Chris had worked on the, in this night shift for ages, long before I got there. And um, there was one night where I was stacking... I was stuck in uh, shampoos and things like that, right? L'Oreal, Aviv and everything, putting that on the... Which is... That's not a very scary experience, that. There's like... <laughs> you know, it's quite... It's it's well lit, you know. It's like, yeah. you've got VO5 in your hand, you're putting it on, you're like putting some <laughs> gelat on the shelves. It's not... But every now and again, I was like... I'd, I think I'd see something out of the corner of my eye. I'd go like that. No, nothing there. And then it kept on happening. I was like, that. Oh, no, nothing there, nothing there. And I, I was like, I'm sure there's something there. And I thought it was Chris uh, having a laugh, but it wasn't. And uh, anyway, got to lunchtime, or our first break, that was uh, at about one o'clock in the morning. And um, he said, oh, Rob, can I ask you something a bit weird? I said, yeah. And he said, oh, have you seen, been seeing things out of the corner of your eye tonight? And I was like, hmm. What do you mean? He's, he said, well, you know, like black, kind of like black shadows, you know, just dark areas that, that have caught. I said, I said, yeah, I have actually. And he said, oh, yeah, it's been really bad for it tonight, hasn't it? I was like, what, what do you mean? And he said, oh, well, this used to be, this building was built on the site of a, um, like, insane asylum. And I was like, okay. I don't want to hear any more about that. <laughs> so that was the first one. Uh, so you just cut him off and walked away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, all right, went mate. back, left your shift, <laughs> went back to uni. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I'll be working on the booze aisle from now on. Dude. And, and, um, it, and then there was another time when I felt that something strange happened that I've... Um, I don't know if I've said this before, but I was work. I was well. I, I have said it before. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I should say it again, but I will do. Um, yes, please. It was. Uh, I was doing a gig in Hereford, 
um, at the, is it the play something? And uh, it was a tough gig, it's fair to say. And um, got back to the hotel room, I was staying in this place called the Dr Green Dragon Hotel in Hereford. And uh, I was just falling to sleep and uh, I heard someone say my name, like, so much so that it woke me up and I, w I was like, okay, someone just said, and it wasn't like I'd heard a voice, it was, you know, there's a big difference between someone talking to you, no, someone just saying your name and someone talking to you, right? Mm. Hmm. You can feel it somehow. And um, I woke up and I, I said, pardon? I didn't, I didn't go, what? I was like, I was like so polite. I was like, pardon? Not, not like, what the fuck, what was that? I was like, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, and anyway, nothing was there, but I absolutely bricked it and um, put my head under the covers, went to sleep. Woke up in the morning, put the name of the hotel and haunted next to it into Google and it came up and it was like paranormal activity in this room um, great stay here if you like staying with poltergeists and ghosts and things like that <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was all on the thing and it was like yeah our kettle fell into the sink or the taps kept coming on and stuff like that I was like oh god and then it turned out that I had a well it didn't turn out I did have another gig that night in the same place so I was like, oh, great, I've got to stay in this hotel again tonight. And um, anyway, I did the gig, another difficult gig, and uh, got back and um, unplugged everything. I was like, right, I don't want any kettles turning on. Yeah. I don't want the TV. Well, there wasn't a TV. I'm not that rich. <laughs> but um, there, was, there, was, there was nothing there. Uh, but I unplugged everything anyway. I was like, right, come on, just go to sleep, don't worry about it. And um, anyway, I was just falling asleep again. Exact same point where you just go in mm. and the landline started ringing. I was like, ah, oh, I forgot to... <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was, I was like, no. And then, but I, I wasn't scared. It, it quickly turned into something it was I was like annoyed it was like having a fly in the room that was just <laughs> pissing me off and I was like right there is something something is happening here and it isn't normal and I I, I, I was just I couldn't get my head around it and then I, w I went to sleep woke up in the morning and in the hotel there was a there was like I saw this dog coming around the corner little dog and it was um shaking and um the owner looked like proper scared and she was she was really um agitated the owner and this dog was just going mad and um i went up to check out and um i said oh sorry is there a guest book and um the lady said no no there, there isn't a guest book and uh i said oh she said why and i said oh is there she said, have you had anything weird happen? And I said, yeah, there has actually. And she said, oh, what room are you in? I was like, room 14. And she said, oh, no, well, there's a poltergeist in the room above you, but <laughs> that shouldn't have been in your room last night. 
And I was like, really? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then if that does kick off all the time, why isn't it on Most Haunted and all that, you know? Yeah. Also, if they're in the room above, what's stopping them coming downstairs? Yeah. That's mad. That's absolutely mad. I was writing this story that I'm going to do later, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can put that in. That's a bit dark, that. Um, because I don't want people to think that I'm a psychopath. But then... Sure. Some of the stuff that you see, on it's an obvious point, but people write that stuff, you know, like sore and all that. It's like... And they, yeah. and they are paid to write the dark... You know, and then mm. I was sort of like, oh, people love, the, people seem to love it, being scared and seeing blood and stuff like that. It's like, whoa, I it's kind of, it's very obviously strange and weird, but I mean, there must have been so many psychological tests being done on what stimulates the brain, danger while sitting comfortably, you know, and stuff like mm. that. It's like, <laughs> it is, it's weird, isn't it? It feels like, if it feels like Gary, like, coming up with all that stuff and then when people are like that's disgusting they're like yeah it's a prank like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it as a joke like it's so that you get scared it's not real but it's like it kind of is real because you are coming up with it like, just mm. because you're not acting on it doesn't mean you haven't originally come up with it it's pretty fucking especially I think Saw's the perfect example of like because you can come up with, you can think of different ways that you could die and be scared by it but Saw's a different yeah someone's sat world, down and gone I know what's I need to get out of my system. Mm. Yeah. But then it, it, people yeah. do watch it and they're wait, really waiting just for the next blood, aren't they? They're like, yeah, some people are in it for the gore. Yes. Some people, I think what I like about horror is that thing of like the tension and then the relief. Yeah, of, balloon popping, a, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's that. Like, and I enjoy it in the same way, like the sea. At the ocean, like deep water terrifies me, but I will look at videos and photos of deep water in the same way that I enjoy a horror film. Yeah. It's like really uncomfortable, but I kind of like it. Have you seen that horrible dangly mm. uh, squid? Yes, holy it's just hell. Like floating near a. It's um, so big. It's so what long. Is it? An oil pump. And it's yeah. just like staring. At, I know it's not, but it is staring at the camera. It's <laughs> staring it's at the camera. It's obviously not, but it is. It's it is. Oh, totally. No, I've, you see that with. Um, I've seen an octopus once in I think in the in the wild and it <gasps> it's eye, you know, For real? just look Yeah, somehow. I can't remember. Maybe it was a washed up or a squid <laughs> or something like that. And and uh and but it's eye. It was like, yeah, I'm looking at you and uh I'm I mean it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well it wasn't just like, oh, I don't know anything, I'm so stupid. It was like, I know I'm alive and I'm looking at you, mate. And uh, help me get back into the sea, please. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you Did you help him? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, uh, that's so sad. I follow loads of uh, whale accounts on um, Instagram. Not loads. One, <laughs> five, three. Matt. I think that's more loads. than one is excessive. Well, yeah. more than one Three's is excessive, loads. isn't it? But some of those where you see it, like, 
their eyes. The ones, yeah. the ones that make my stomach go the most are when it's like still ocean, and then a whale just comes up, and you're like, "Whoa!" Ooh. You see yeah. the size of it, and the, it's yeah. almost like vertigo-inducing. It the way absolutely that you, is that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you just the scale of it, and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it turns not, me sick. It's not, it's not spooky, but it's kind of. I think it's spooky. I think something that spooky. big emerging from the sort of deep, dark ocean mm. is really spooky. Like, what else is down? There? What would you, what would you be most scared of if it, if a whale that size came up, like out mm. of the ocean, and in it was like a massive tooth of something that you like couldn't even. Imagine, you know, like just a huge tooth or a really big, like, lipstick mark kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like the size of, like, a boat on the side. It's like of... all along its yeah. flank, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? So there's like a giant mermaid down there. Yeah. Yeah. What, something's yeah. kissed it. Something's, something's kissed its side God, and yeah. it's blushing. It's like blushing when it comes out of the oh, water. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that, I'd be more scared of that than that. Uh... <laughs> That'd be that'd be insane, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah. It, it does that the the I love that all the unknown of everything. That's yeah. why you know this talking about spooky stuff. I mean, the reality of life is fucked up enough as it is anyway, isn't it? Is that I shouldn't have sworn then. Mm-hmm. I really do try not to swear. <laughs> but hey, oh, really? you can is, swear all you want. You're in spooky yeah, no, town. I can't. Do I, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. It's. Uh, it, it is though, and it's uh, you just go whoa right okay. Like I remember once I was I was in uh, Edinburgh, and there was a seagull. You know what they're like when they're slapping their feet on the concrete on Saturday mm. afternoon on Prince's Street, and it's like slap, slap, slap. They're massive feet, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And anyone, anyway, I saw one near the train station under that bridge as you're going up near the jacket potato shop. You know. That oh yeah. Up. And um, it was eating a pigeon, and it had blood <gasps> all down its front, like red. And I was I was like. Terrific. Well, I've got blood. What does that make me? You know, it's like just being, <laughs> being the same pretty much if, as if this you thing eat a with pigeon, blood you in. Can it. Eat a man. <laughs> well, yeah, no, exactly. But it's like we're all so connected, and we all, all know so little. And I'm always saying that, like, we don't know anything really, apart from probably how we feel, and um, and you know, I always feel like a bit like I'm a bit thick but then the top scientists they say that and like they say it in such a simple beautiful way of like yeah we don't really you know we know a bit but there's so much unknown stuff and that's where this stuff of spooking us and us not being able to perceive uh, things that might be looking at us you know like when you look in a zoo and there's like an mm. orangutan in a bit of mango and you're like oh wow they, they eat mangoes just like us and then, and then you go, well, what if someone's watching me, you know, talking to a microphone? And they're like, oh, well, he's learned how to speak into a microphone. And I, I just don't have the brain power to perceive the person yeah. that's watching me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. got you. Yeah, it's mad, isn't well, it? <laughs> well, maybe not, but uh, when, when, <laughs> I like yeah. thinking about stuff like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my, I think I delve into stuff like that. But then I sort of have to stop because I get a bit like, oh no, oh no, oh no. Eventually. Yeah. Have you have you no, read totally? Yeah. You have you read Edwin like, E. Abbott's Flatland? 
No, is that good? It's really good. It's about a two-dimensional shape that lives in a two-dimensional world. And then it gets like lifted up into a three-dimensional world. And it's suddenly like, what the fuck? And, and mm. then it, it, oh, maybe it gets turned into a three-dimensional thing. And then it goes to like a one-dimensional creature. And it's basically like, oh, extrapolate that into us. But imagine if we went into fourth, the fourth dimension and what that would be like. It's really good, but it's just about like, I think it's about a square or something. He's just like nobbing about his, his business. Didn't he just say nobbing yeah. about them? Going about his business, they are. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's that kind of like, God, imagine if What's we could do experience. Called? It's called Flatland. Flatland. Okay. Uh, so, Spooktown Council have said that we, there's not enough threat for people to tell us truthful stories. So basically, if we don't believe your story, um, we're gonna have to do you in, okay. which is bad because I like we should probably have told you this beforehand. But um, yeah, we got we got to do you in. But we're not assholes, so we are yeah. going to give you a choice. Okay. Of death. Uh, so okay. op- option one is yeah. kicked in half. Which way? <laughs> 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 Do you know I what? Th- Dealer's <laughs> choice. That's up to you, that. Okay. Across. Uh, I'm sorry. I- yeah. <laughs> horizontal. A horizontal yeah. kick. At the hip, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Then I still Cleft get my top hip. half, don't I? <laughs> yeah, but you won't, it's, it's you the won't death. have it's the, death. the bottom half, so yeah, so you will, um, you will bleed out, presumably. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, so it's ki- kicked in half from waist, not from forehead to anus. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or cat's crowbar. Yeah, which I've always got with crowbar? me. It's a crowbar that I own. What it says on the tin. Cat's yeah. crowbar. And that's what, just getting beaten to death with a crowbar? There's options. <laughs> um, yeah, you, ma- ma- yeah. yeah, mainly that. Um, I don't think there are options, could... really. <laughs> well, no, I think um, I could. it could be a surprise. It could be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds yeah, even but, worse, actually. Um, <laughs> but also, like, yeah, the surprise is that you get beaten to death by the crowbar. It's st- it's still it's not really well, no, a choice. Because you you could die in very, like I could I could like smash your mouth so you can't eat so then you starve. Oh, so there's, op- there's options. Smash mouth. Smash mouth. Yeah. <laughs> there's options. What was their big song? Somebody him, got man? kicked in mm-hmm. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Get um, your game, man. Get I think. I mean, paid? imagine walking into a room with a crowbar and saying, "Surprise!" It's not. <laughs> it's not what you want to be doing, is it? No, Kath, Kath, I know. I know we're here now, but Kath has to, You know, she'll have to find out where you live. So that's a lot of rooms to enter. Shouting surprise. Okay. Before. I'm going to go with the yeah. first one. Then is there two options? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to yeah. go with a right. kick it off. Kath, um, yeah. your yeah, question. It kind of goes with the football theme. Yeah, actually, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Put me on a penalty spot. Uh, right, I've got a question for you. Kraken, Megalodon, Captain Birdseye, Shag, Marry, Kill. Hmm. Hmm. That is right. Hmm. Who's Megalodon? A uh, big prehistoric shark, probably lurking down there. Yeah, a lot of people think there's still some knocking about. Yeah. Kissing. Kissing. <laughs> Big words. <laughs> um, what would I do? 
Well, Captain Bird's Eye seems like pretty good bloke. Yeah, Indian good egg. Fish fingers. Good mm. kids. Long time. I'd probably marry Captain Bird's Eye. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I think you'd be and happy. And then, what? Shagging and killing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who am I doing that to? Well, <laughs> Is it the, the, big s the big shark? Kraken yeah. or, or Megalodon, yeah. So a big what's shark. What's Kraken? Uh, you're better describe this egg. Big, big octopus. It's basically maybe? a big, big octopus squid type thing. Big tentacles. Oh, like the ships. um. What's the drink? There's a drink kraken, is there? Is that some yeah, yes. spiced rum? Rum. Oh, yeah. spiced rum. Mm. That's well nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's it really is nice. nice that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could chuck in a bottle of that. If you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd probably make love to that kraken. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, cool. and get a bottle of Kraken out of it and, as well. And then yeah. kill the shark. Kill the shark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think Not that's, that I'd I think... like to kill a shark, but, um, mm. you know, there's three options and three things, but... Exactly. You, you, you've, you've made... You've, you've, yeah. So, if I, go, if I Google Megalodon... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I may as well do it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it will be... I think once you... Um... Sorry, guys. No, I was gonna say it was be big, big shark. Oh yeah, megalodon. Yeah, big shark. Straight up, top result, shark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. big, isn't he? Okay, that's good. That's gonna be an interesting night. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it in a night. You're committing to killing it in a night. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna find it and kill it in a night. Yeah. Because well, no we'll, one's we'll seen it for it. a very long we'll time. Swim down we'll there. provide Better it. Gotta get myself a um, snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Uh, we hear you have a, a, sp a spooky story about the um, Spooktown Wanderers football stadium that we stood next to. Yeah, I'd say next to. This feels next yeah. to. Does it have a name, the story? Simply, the it's called Spooktown Wanderers. Nice, yeah. Great, yeah. Spooktown Wanderers. This is the story of Tony Raven, a quiet, polite and solitary man who lived by himself in a wooden house in the woods on the outskirts of Spooktown. It wasn't a Tim Burton falling apart at the seams, moon always near it type wooden house. It would pass as an older villa at Centre Parks. It had a massive satellite dish on the top of it. Residents of Spooktown were often confused as to the exact whereabouts of Tony Raven's wooden house due to the fact that sometimes they would walk through the woods and his house would be there and other times people would walk through the woods and it wouldn't be there. There is not a trace of homemade scary magic where a man called Tony Raven lived in a wooden house and could make said house disappear. It's just the fact that different people would get lost in the woods and then they would tell their mates as to whether they'd seen the house or not. No, it wasn't there, I couldn't believe it, they would say, as if it had fallen into the spirit world when really they just walked through the woods a different way and didn't see Tony Raven's house because the woods surrounding the house were quite complicated like that. Some people saw it, some people didn't because they didn't look in the right place. It certainly existed. There was digestives in it. He had a resilient peace lily. He had a drinks fridge. On the top of it, there was an unopened bottle of Sierra tequila complete with a little red sombrero. Inside the fridge were low alcohol stubbies from Lidl, 1.99 for eight, he could often be heard muttering to himself. 
that's under 25p each. Some people pay £6.45 for a pint of neck oil in Spitalfields Market in London apparently. I could get 24 stubbies for that, with 48 pence left over. Tony had a black leather sofa with a football cushion on it. When I say football cushion, and the image of a football cushion comes into your head, that's the type of cushion I'm talking about. Like an incorrect chessboard with pentagons instead of squares wrapped around a flattened globe. He had a football cushion because he absolutely loved football, and there was not a team in the land he admired more than his beloved local team, Spooktown Wanderers Football Club. Tony Raven's house was riddled with merchandise from said club. If there was anything that could hold a logo and football colours in his house, then it was holding Spooktown Wanderers FC logo, the logo being a stereotypical sheet ghost with footballs for eyes and a goal for a mouth. When I say Spooktown colours, the Spooktown Wanderers FC colours were black. Black shirts with black stripes and other black stripes, black shorts with black trim, black socks and compulsory black boots with sports logo blacked out. If the Grim Reaper designed a football kit, it would look like this. The away kit is the same, they just refuse to change until the other team wears a kit that is different enough. It's safe to say the crowd of a Spooktown Wanderers match could double as a crowd for a Slipknot concert. Tony had a black scarf with black writing, black hat, black mug, black shot glasses, jet black metal knives and forks, black bunting he'd made himself. He had the Spooktown Wanderers FC watch, black foam finger, black golf balls, black landline telephone. This may sound like a jovial football follower, but he was just on the wrong side of fanatical. It's okay to be obsessed with something, but he had veered into the territory where you find that exclusive and obsessed few who are super fans of the UK royal family, the ones who make it onto the news with plates attached to their clothes. To like something so much, you get on the news for it, for me, that is a sign that you might like that thing a little bit too much. The staff in the club shop knew him by name, as they had printed it on the back of the obscene amount of shirts and training tops he'd bought. They didn't just know him as Raven, but Tony Raven, as he wanted his full name on the back, and it took up two lines. The interior of Tony Raven's house was predominantly black, but he had a bright green carpet, it wasn't carpet, it was astroturf. He'd astroturfed this entire wooden house. The living room was a rectangle and his sofa was at one end and his TV was at the other. He had full-size corner flags in the corner of his rectangular living room. Not only that, but he had corner flags in every corner of his house. He started with corner flags in the corners of rooms, standard size corner flags for main structural corners, but as time went on, his cupboards had corner flags in them, and it got to the stage where if you could see a corner in his house, it had a corner flag in it. Open a matchbox, corner flag in each corner, Muller yogurt crumble corner, he's eating it with the non-corner flag end of a corner flag. He built a home dressing room with a wooden bench in it. It's safe to say he was absolutely obsessed with Spooktown Wanderers Football Club. Well, he thought he was, but he was about to fall into a whole new world of love for the beautiful game and his beautiful team. One day, he made an out-of-character trip to the Spooktown Ikea. It was his first time in Ikea, 
Hmm. I think I'm going to remember this forever, like the first time I had a stuffed crust pizza, he said to himself, when looking at the names of the picture frames. Ribba. Hofster. I bet people start naming their kids after Ikea picture frames soon, he said out loud on purpose. Dressed in full kit and football boots, he moved gingerly through the massive contents. He felt like he was walking through some sort of Argos catalogue that had had all the fun stuff taken out of it and loads of stuff you can't play with put in. He watched the people of Ikea and listened to their Billy Bookcase-based arguments until they looked and he left. All right, Tony, said a voice through the bright glassy exhibition of hanging lampshades. He squinted past a light that looked like a yard of ale with a bulb in it to see it was Geoffrey who had a season ticket next to him at the football. Hi Geoffrey, said Tony. I'm just in Ikea in the light section at the moment. Tony had a strange manner when talking to people in person. He spoke to them like he was on the phone to someone else, but he was actually talking to them. How have you been, Geoffrey? Are you looking forward to the start of the new season? I can't believe we're in the top flight of English football, the Premier League. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it indeed. Oh, Tony, this is my wife, Abigail. Hi, Tony. I've heard a lot about you, said Abigail. Good to see you're in your full kit like Jeff said you always are. Hello, nice to meet you. How'd you say your name? Oh, um, just normal, Abigail. Ah, I like your name, said Tony. Sounds like you're saying, your name's Gail, and you're saying, I be Gail. Nice to meet you, Abigail. Abby Tony. Yeah, I guess that's funny, said Abigail. I'm glad I've bumped into you, actually, Tony. I've got something I want to show you that I think you're going to absolutely love, said Jeff. Oh, and Michael showed it to me, didn't he, darling? Yeah, he did. You're hooked on it, aren't you? Here, Tony, look at this. Jeffrey took his mobile phone from his pocket. No, look, you know I don't like mobile phones, said Tony. I've got my Wanderer's iPhone case, but I don't want anything to go in the case. No, look, I want you to show you this. This is something that's, it's something that's on the phone, okay. Have you seen this? Geoffrey unlocked his phone and pointed to a green round-cornered square, a blue lion wearing a crown in the middle. What's that? said Tony. This is the fantasy football app, and look... Spooktown FC players are finally on here for our selection. You need to get involved, Tony. It's a right laugh. I don't know about all that. Apps and likes, apps and likes. I don't think it's going to do anything for me. Look, we've got a mini-league going with everyone who sits around us in the ground. It adds a whole different dimension to watching football, mate. Honestly, you're going to absolutely love it. Yeah, but I enjoy football. I can't see anything that would make me enjoy football more than I do already, to be honest. All right, mate, look, just go on the website when you get home, have a look, pick a team and see if you like it. And I'll see you at the first game next week. All right. Can you believe we're finally playing against Horny Town FC? Yeah, I know their fans are mad. The chants are just sex noises. And when they score, everyone pretends they've had an orgasm. I know I wish the players would put a kit on. You can't just have a number painted on your back and call your body a football kit. Yeah, I know it's outrageous, isn't it? We're going to have some interesting games this season. Horny Town FC first match, Anxiety Town next home match after that. Yeah, if they turn up. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, then it's Excitement Town FC after that. 
Have you seen their fans on match day? They do my head in. They can't contain themselves. They're constantly excited, so their future is always right in front of them. They never reflect on what's happened. It's excited about a corner. When they score, they don't celebrate because they're already excited about what's going to happen next, the kickoff. All right, well, great. Yeah, we'll see you on Saturday then, mate. Tony had played fantasy football when he was little, but that was in the newspaper and he had to send it in in the post. He always found it a bit of a faff, but when he got home, he opened his laptop, turned the power on, entered his password, go for life, hashtag never say live, and took a moment to look at his Spooktown FC screen backdrop. He typed in the fantasy football website and before he knew it, he had created an account and was thinking of a team name. Hmm, Tony Town Time. No. Tony Heads Shoulders Tony. No. Spooktown Tony. Yeah, that's right. Spooktown Tony was his final decision. An email notification pinged in. It was Jeffrey. Hey Tony, great to see you in Ikea. Hope you kick some meatballs down your throat, mate. Anyway, here's a link to our mini league. Would be great if you joined. Tony was surprised at the pace in which he was being swept away with this new side to football. He set about making his team. He could only select three players from Spooktown, so he went with his favourites, last season's star striker Michael Crow, a much-loved man about Spooktown nightclub scene, the playmaker and club captain Dean Licorice, and goalkeeper Sebastian Schwartz. He read and reread the rules. Right, okay, so four points if a goalkeeper or defender don't concede a goal. Midfielder scores a goal, five points. Missing a penalty, minus two points. Getting sent off, minus three points. Right, okay. If you get more points than other people, you get a green arrow, okay. And if you get less points, you get a red arrow, okay. Yeah. This, this all seems a bit much, said Tony. What's at stake? Arrows? It can't be worth all this effort, can it? Seems like a bit of a time-wasting exercise for me. He filled out the rest of his team without thinking too much, joined the middle league and closed his laptop. Saturday came around. Tony was one of the first in the stadium, dressed head to toe in black, as one of the club's many anthems blared out from the rusty tannoys. This town, it's coming like a ghost town. All the clubs have been closed down. But not ours! shout the fans. He saw Geoffrey giddily jogging up the steps towards him, dressed in his night rider coloured onesie. You joined the league mate, didn't you? Good on you. Spooked town Tony in the house. Yeah, I buckled, said Tony. We'll probably leave it after today to be honest, but you know, something to do in it. Next, Janice walked up the steps with a hot dog in a black bun with the exclusive to Spooktown black mustard Tony, you're on the FPL flex. I never thought I'd see the day. The rest of the mini-league arrived, all seemingly more bothered about fantasy football than the actual match. The away end was filling up with the Horny Town FC flesh exhibition, singing songs like Let's Talk About Sex Baby and Moose Tea, I'm Horny. Tubular bells, the exorcist theme, rung out over the Spooktown speakers. It was game time. The Spooktown fans were on their feet, roaring their team on. Kick-off. The whistle blew. Despite Tony's fanatical approach to supporting his team, he was always quite quiet at the games, taking it in, really studying the team's performance. He couldn't believe they were in the top flight of English football. And then, in the 42nd minute, 
a breakthrough. David Licorice delivered a delicious corner to the back post met by the head of Michael Crow to put the ball past the horny town keeper, Stephen Sideboob. The home crowd erupted. Jeffrey grabbed hold of Tony Raven. You've got them in your team, mate, haven't you? I've seen it. You've got them in your dream team. Jeffrey got his phone out and opened the app. Look, mate, points for a goal from Crow and the assist from Licorice. You're in the points, baby. A strange feeling came over Tony. Some numbers had changed on an app, but it felt like more than numbers changing. It felt like life had an extra layer added on top. An exciting layer. The crowd returned to their seats, and in a break in the chanting, Tony felt himself rise from his seat and shout at the top of his voice, David Licorice, you're really good. It was so loud and unexpected, it seemed to catch the whole stadium off guard. The members of the mini-league turned, gobsmacked at this new Tony. They'd never heard him raise his voice, and this seemed to really come from a different place inside him. It was so guttural and direct. David Licorice heard it, stopped in his tracks and seemed struck by the genuine nature in which the compliment was meant. Thanks, mate, he said in Tony's general direction. The half-time whistle went. Tony was absolutely beside himself with joy. David Licorice spoke to me. Did you see that? Oh, guys, this is my favourite match I've ever been to. Janice had her phone out looking at the app. She went on Tony's team. Hey, Tony, you're a bit of a dark horse at this fantasy stuff. Look at this. He had 76 points at half-time. All your players are doing you such a service. Look at that, 76 points. Is that good? Said Tony. Good, said Geoffrey. You're killing it, mate. Well, beginner's luck, I guess. The second half played out better than Spooktown Wanderers could have imagined. A hat-trick for Tony Crow, three assists for Dean Licorice, and then in a 92nd minute, Sebastian Schwartz saved a penalty. 128 points, Tony. You're number 56 in the whole country. Are you joking? What does that mean? Let's have a look at your phone. Tony took Jeffrey's phone from him and looked through the points of his team. Oh, wow. Can you believe it, Geoffrey? 56 in the world. I've never ever been 56 in anything. See you in a couple of weeks then, guys, said Janice. Yeah, see you then, said Geoffrey. Up the spooks. Up the spooks, said Janice. Tony didn't look up from the screen. Okay, I better be getting home now, Tony. Can you believe this, Geoffrey? Okay, right, so look, every one of my players did well, didn't they? Yeah, they did, mate. Oh, yeah, it's so, I'm so pleased for you. All right, come on, mate. I've got to take the kids and Abigail to the cinema. Jeffrey went to take his phone from Tony. Fuck off, mate, said Tony, looking at Jeffrey square in the eye. Jeffrey had never heard Tony swear before, nor had he seen him hold eye contact for that long. What? What do you say, mate? Fuck off. Look, just give me a minute. I'm, I'm looking at this. The fans had emptied from the stadium. The cleaners were swilling away the bodily fluids from the away end. Mate, look, I've got to go. He's coming to kick us out. All right, come on, chaps. Home time, said the steward in a black loafer's vest. Sorry, Jeff, mate. Yeah, here's your phone. Not sure what came over me then, said Tony. See you in a couple of weeks, yeah? Can't believe it. Absolutely loved it today. 
The next morning, Tony went to Carphone Warehouse and took out a contract on the most up-to-date smartphone on the market. When he got home, he downloaded the Fantasy Football app and looked lovingly at the points his players had achieved. His name at the top of the Spooktown Mini League. Number 56, Spooktown Tony. Tony had never felt more motivated. He hoovered his astroturf, washed all his football mugs and plates. The wooden place was spotless. He was on the top of the football-shaped world. He had so much energy, he didn't know what to do with it. He went litter-picking in the woods and litter-picking in town by Sunday night. He had a large carrier bag and bin bag all full of rubbish. He couldn't remember a time when he was more content. Maybe this is the good life people talk about, he thought to himself. Leading up to the next weekend's games, Tony continued to look at his league position. He had so much fresh love for the players in his team. He felt almost related to the team somehow. The weekend came around. Tony sat glued to the Spooktown away game at Anxiety Town. The home fans were worried and as the game went on, the crowd got more and more anxiety ridden. This being due to Spooktown Wanderers absolutely pummeling them. Michael Crow delivered his second hat-trick of the season. David Licorice also scored a brace. Tony's points went up and up and up. It was happening again. He felt like he was floating. The season ticket energy WhatsApp group was going ballistic. The news filtered through that Tony was now, remarkably, the world number one in Fantasy Premier League. He phoned up Jeffrey. Jeff! Jeff! This has got to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. Thanks so much for introducing me to this app. I've got a massive green arrow this ring right up to the top spot. <laughs> well, enjoy it while it lasts, mate, said Jeffrey, laughing. Tony laughed and then didn't. I ain't going anywhere. See you, mate. Tony then did something he thought he'd never do. He downloaded the Twitter app created an account under the name Spooked Antony with a screenshot of his league position for a picture and typed David Licorice into the search bar with a blue tick next to his name. There he was in all his midfield glory, David Licorice. He pressed the follow button and liked all of David Licorice's 998 tweets, the last one being, Fantastic win today, up the spooks. Tony replied to the tweet with, David Licorice, you're really good! Exclamation mark. He then went on to follow all the other members of his fantasy team, switched his phone off, switched his lights off, and went to bed. The next morning, he opened his eyes, then opened Twitter directly after, to see that he had 20 plus notifications. Oh wow! 20 plus notifications, that's good! thought Tony, clicking on the notification symbol, he found there wasn't 20, but thousands and thousands of Spooktown fans who had now followed him. He scrolled down to see the source of all this engagement, to see that David Licorice had not only retweeted his tweet, but also followed him back. He had gone from no followers to 16,000 followers overnight. This phone, he looked at it lovingly. What was it giving me, though? This is a new feeling. This new river of optimism that is throwing through my blood. I... Ah. 
The week flies by and Tony is sat in his seat in the stadium ready to see his boys annihilate Excitement Town FC. The night before he had sent tweets to all the players wishing them good luck, some of them liking and retweeting. Tony felt at one with his team. However, it was nil-nil at half-time. Tony checked his phone to see his score, or as he quickly found out, his lack of score. He dragged the screen down to refresh the numbers and they didn't change. Hmm, that's weird, he said. Oh, top spot in jeopardy, Tony, Janice laughed. Tony didn't say anything. The second half started, then in the 78th minute, disaster struck. Sebastian Schwartz, the Spooktown goalkeeper, was sent off for handballing the ball outside the area. Tony looked at the points decrease on his phone. Tony stood up as Sebastian Schwartz walked down the tunnel directly beneath where they were sitting. You stupid bastard! Why did you do that? Stay in your area, it's easy. You've really fucked me over here, mate. What? said Sebastian Schwartz. I shut up, mate. It was, a, it was a simple mistake, said the keeper, shaking his head. Whoa, 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 Tony. Calm down, mate. Look, we're all here to enjoy ourselves, said Geoffrey. The game ended. Tony had his head in his hands. Excitement Town FC had won 4-0. Come on, Tony, let's go, said Geoffrey. We'll win next week. Tony didn't lift his head from his phone screen. OK, well, look, I'm, I've got to go, so I'll, I'll see you in a couple of weeks then, mate. Fifteen minutes passed, then an hour. A steward approached Tony. Don't you have a home to go to, mate? Tony looked up and then back down without saying anything. Come on, pal, let's be having you. Tony bolted up out of his seat and grabbed the steward by the throat. Don't you fucking talk to me. Don't ever talk to me, said Tony, with the mascara streaming from his eyes. He held the grip and held his neck and then let go and ran towards the exit. The steward with his hands on his knees trying to catch his breath. Stop that man! Tony ran all the way home, locked his door and looked at the app. 28 points in total. A red arrow next to his name. He had dropped 1.5 million places in the league. Tony screamed. It came from the same place that he had paid his favourite player the compliment. The sound ringing out through the woods. Birds everywhere above the forest. He looked to the framed quotes from famous footballers on his wall. Believe to achieve, Anton Ferdinand. If you do a little mistake, everybody kills you for it. This is life, and I'm ready for it. Cristiano Ronaldo. Tony read the Ronaldo quote over and over, the gold frame becoming brighter and brighter somehow. If you do a little mistake, everybody kills you for it. This is life, and I'm ready for it. Cristiano Ronaldo. The week's events after the 4-0 defeat developed quickly in Spooktown. On the morning of Monday 3rd September, a police cordon was erected around goalkeeper Stefan Schwartz's home. The next day, Michael Crow's house. The next day, it was David Licorice's. And finally, on the Thursday, blue and white tape surrounded the house in the woods. The walls of each house smeared with red arrow shapes. Tony Raven's seat in Spooktown FC remained empty until the club's liquidation. It is said they never recovered from the massacre. But it is said that Tony Raven has been cited as a ghost 
straddling corner flags at many Premier League games. That's a great story. Um, I don't know whether it... Uh, I don't know whether it's sort of like a do we believe it or not, because I, obviously I remember this happening. Cause I, yeah, I remember, I remember the massacre. Yeah. I remember following Tony on Twitter. I was one of the 16,000 who followed him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I was obviously like stood a, next to you when you did that. So. Yeah, because you don't have Twitter, but you yeah, look yeah. at my look through my Twitter. I look at your Twitter, yeah, yeah. We share a Twitter... Like a yeah. um, like a couple having marriage troubles, <laughs> we have the same. <laughs> yeah. Share social media. Um, so like obviously it, it happened because it was all yeah it was all over the news. I remember. I remember it vividly. In fact, I used to. This is really bad. St- not Stephen Croson. Was the striker? Uh, there was a St- Michael Stephen Crow. Crow. Michael Crow. Sorry, Stephen Croson bullied me at school. That's why I have Stephen Croson oh, written down. Yeah, of course, yeah. Michael yeah, Crow. Yeah, nasty little shit. Michael Crow. Um, so Michael Crow and I were in the same uh, all-male voice choir. Um, so I knew him, I knew him quite well. Um, uh, or sh- should I say, I knew him quite well. <laughs> so I was. Um, that was my harmony and everything. I just do that note for every song. Um, <laughs> just the one note from me. Um, so yeah, I, I, viv- I vividly remember all of this because I was so connected to it in two ways. There's Twitter following and um, Michael Crow, who, my mistake, I did forget his name. <laughs> just because of the, you know, so sad. Yeah. Um, but what a great story. I've never heard it like that before. Never heard it told like yeah, that I'd, from his perspective. And uh, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't heard um, about uh, Tony um, haunting the the you know the corner the 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 thingies. What are they called? Corner flags. Corner, corner flags. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard ha- about that before, but it makes sense because I I've uh, I've heard other people say like who's that lad knocking about the corner flags. Uh, so it's pr- presumably Tony. I think he might be trapped. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. Mm. In the stories, saying that he's at a few Premier League grounds, but I think he has actually only been seen at this Spooktown Wanderers FC Stadium. So maybe as part of his punishment is... I mean, he looks like he's enjoying straddling the corner flags, but I don't know. Yeah, that's how it was described to me. It looked like he was having a great time. But I guess, like, um, is it Sisyphus with the rock? He pushes the rock know. up the hill. Oh, is that, that Sisyphus? Yeah. Don't know. I don't know. I, um, rock lad. Whoever that was, I'm sure he enjoyed it when the rock rolled down, but not the pushing it up. So I imagine it could still be a punishment. He just enjoys the straddling aspect of the corner flags, but not, you know, when the games yeah, aren't on, sure. maybe he's still there just knocking about an empty stadium, which is quite sad. Brings back to that canopsia, doesn't it? But then he um, was there for a long mm-hmm. time when it was empty. Like he'd hang around after hours, wouldn't he, with his phone? So... Yeah, his phone then, there, didn't he? Mm, true. Yeah, but he wouldn't have his phone in the afterlife. Was there as well. How did you, how did you hear about this? Sorry. Um, I can't remember. I don't really. I don't. I don't. I've. I haven't been to Spooktown much, but I do like scare. Oh, you know the the the, the horror that can football fans bring to an occasion sometimes. Mm. Um, and uh, that was definitely one of those occasions. I mean, it went quite big on the internet, didn't it? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. 
Uh, it, 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 really, uh, I heard about it because a lot of people on the Fantasy Premier League um, YouTube channels talk about it. Oh, right, and, yeah. Uh, how Fantasy Premier League does take over a lot of people's lives. Mm. And uh, it, it seems like quite a... It, it can ruin football and ruin lives as well. But also... It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Just like gambling and drinking, it's yeah, it's, it's good. Really it's good. fun. The AstroTurf <laughs> carpet, the AstroTurf carpet. Mm. I genuinely had a probably about a month-long conversation with my partner about getting AstroTurf carpet in our bedroom because that would be really nice. <laughs> uh, I'm very sad to say that she won. <laughs> um, so we just had boring normal carpet. But I was like, it would it would be fucking amazing. It would be fucking amazing. Oh, big time. What a dream. And we can. I mean, there's diff- different types of... There's that Astro Turf that has all the small bits of gravel in it that what? really get in you. That's, uh, I, that's what I that thought Astro Turf was. So I'm like, why would you want that in your bedroom? Yeah, it can, it can be. I thought, I, like, sandpaper on the ground. Uh, well, there's different There's different types. I mean, you can Astro Turf... A lot of people just Astro Turf the lawns, don't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, obvious point, Rob. But people do, do the gardens, and then it's like they don't have a real lawn. It's astroturf. Just like fake grass. I mean, it, yeah, fake grass. Okay. Yeah, people go back. Yes, people yeah. wake up in the morning, and when it's not been raining, they'll hoover the gardens. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm when I think astroturf, cool, I am really thinking cool. like sand, green sandpaper covered in dust. Um, That's what I'm thinking of when I think, I think of astroturf. I think you've made. I think you've had a nightmare about that. And uh, no, I think that was what uh, my school had an astroturf, and it was, it was that <laughs> where we lied oh. to. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that's astroturf, mate. <laughs> I think that's a gravel patch. Okay, a we green had a gravel, gravel patch, patch. Then, to play yeah, hockey that's, on. <laughs> no, that's not what I'd want in my bedroom. I want like fake grass. Anyway. Um, okay, I'm back aboard with that. That's cool. Yeah, so I, I would say also oh, love the kit. Black stripes and black stripes. Really love that kit. Mm. Um, I should I should go to a couple of games. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a pretty open and shut case. I mean, it was it was all yeah, over the news. Yeah. My my friend, my best friend, Michael Crow, um, died died at the hands of Tony. Um, I remember putting up that that blue and white tape up myself before the police got there. Was that you? Um, yeah. Yeah. You just you do stupid things with it in grief, yeah. You? yeah you're full of grief, you. you just do mad things. Um, thank you so much for telling us the story there, Rob. It was, I loved it. Yeah, thank you. Like, as I'd said, not heard it from that you're perspective welcome. before. Yeah, so and it's, it's nice really, to remember uh, grief. It is nice to remember grief. Mm. Um, I think Tell that's you. it. I mean, do you want to go for that that meal? Go for a bite to eat now? Yeah, come on, yeah, let's go. Cause you're not going to get kicked in half, are you? So. I'll have chicken katsu curry. Nice. Oh, yes. Well, is that a good one? I mean, I've had it a lot of times. But it, it, if you like I'm it, an... go back to it. No shame in that. What's your, what's your go-to at Wagamama's? Um, those little bun things. They're like... Bao buns. Pa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Panko. Yeah. Is it... No. Or aubergine. Yeah. Bao Panko. Bun. Panko covered aubergine bao bun. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Vegan ribs, vegan ribs, great. They've got a new duck thing, new vegan duck thing. It's bang tidy. It's all just fucking tight as hell, isn't it? Vegan? Do they do vegan duck? Yeah. 
Does it taste like duck? I can't remember either of them. I can't remember real duck. But or it the tastes thing nice. One. It was nice. Yeah, whatever it was, it's great. It's fucking bang tidy. Yeah. I have to give that a go. Yeah, bang bang cauliflower. Fuck me, I love that. Are place. ducks vegan in real life? Do you know? Are ducks vegan? I think ducks themselves are vegan. Yeah. Are they vegan? Do they eat fish? I don't think so. I think they just eat. Um, Wow, I was going to say grains, but that's not true, is it? <laughs> they'll eat insects, so no. Mm. Don't know. No, they'll eat insects. They'll eat fucking shitloads of insects. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they? that'll be their bread and butter. Bread and butter? They have that? <laughs> yeah. Bread yeah, and butter is their bread and butter. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess insects are their insects. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, let's, uh, let's all go grab a bite to eat then. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Let's do it. Great. That was that nice. That was nice. Wait, the food or that the really story? Nice. Uh, the story was nice. Yeah. The food was exquisite. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with nice and, and exquisite. Really enjoyed that. It feels like we should be sponsored by Wagamamas because it's come up like twice. Anyway, um, if you're listening, Mama. <laughs> Waga, Mama. <laughs> Um, either or. Either um, or. That was, that was nice. Not real nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. The story was nice. Yeah. The f- food was nice. Yeah. The company. Uh oh, it was nice. Yeah. Everything, Everything was, nice. was nice. Everything was nice. I wish I'd got something more than just um, a bowl of water like a dog, but you've got to try. You new do things have to try new things. That's out. why that it's, that's why I was saying though before. Like if you if you like something, you, you can get it again. That's fine. You know you don't need to push boundaries yeah. and get new things yeah. like bowls of water. But I you know I appreciate you trying. Yeah, I probably should have got something new. But it's when when they're upselling the bowl of water when they're like the special today is about a big bowl of big bowl of water you could boy. Yeah. Then you're gonna go. I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll they try are it. good in there, aren't they? They are good. They are good. Best bowl of water I've ever had. Right. What are you up to now? I'm a puppy. I've got to go to Carpet Right, um, which, FYI, absolute trash. I hate it. But Celine Dion's picked out a new carpet that she mm. likes and she wants to meet me there because she says her throat's haunted. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just going to see if there's anything in that, if she's got anything to talk to me, to me about that. Oh, well, um, enjoy that. But I probably... I'm mainly going to go there to be like, ah, oh, it is a nice carpet, but you can probably get a carpet like this or similar from somewhere better than carpet. Yeah, a carpet, I find it they, quite they, claustrophobic. They're very bad. Are they bad? Are they bad? Bad guys? Really good on the front front end user stuff. Back end user stuff, really bad. Uh, once you once you paid your money, terrible. But I do like sort of rubbing my face along their samples, and they they're very lenient in that respect. Yeah, even during it. Didn't they encourage it during the pandemic? I think sort of rubbing. Weirdly, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck the scandemic, come rub your face on our carpet. Yeah, that was, was the, their, the, the slogan, um, wasn't they it? They got tattooed on a lot of their um, employees. Yeah, God, that's commitment, isn't it? Employees. Oh, well, um, I'll let you go do that then. Let me know. Give a list to somebody? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Yeah, if she asks. She'll ask. I don't know. You know what she's like. Well, um, see you potentially back at home if we still live together. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right, then. See you later. That's what I'm saying.
Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Well, we'll see you later, alligator. Um, we'll leave it at that. I, n- no, because that's you'd say in a while, crocodile. Um, we'll just leave it at see you later, alligator, uh, and then we'll see wherever the wind may crocodile, take us. We'll head crocodile dominates this conversation because the crocodile is bigger. In a while, crocodile. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rodri Valley. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hi, Here to Judge. Okay, I see how it is. Here to Judge is the new weekly podcast from Little Wonder, where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring fruity dilemmas from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Mumsnet. Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navarbi. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go on, give me an interview. I was just being like your hype man. New episode every Friday. <laughs> there must be something we can use. So. <laughs>